0: Locked On Rays,
1: your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day.
1: Hello, my name is Kevin
0: Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano,
1: host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, at locked on raise also be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at locked on raise and you can email us anytime locked on raise at gmail.com we do plan to do a mailbag episode or multiple mailbag episode uh, episodes at some point so send us your questions comments and concerns Ooh. regarding Ooh. Rays baseball yes
0: ulysses kevin i have a question uh-huh. uh is Franco gonna get signed an extension uh, that will be a subject we will discuss on Friday. Oh, God. so I, I'm going to have to wait one more day to talk mm-hmm. about Wander Franco. Okay, perhaps, fine. Perhaps, perhaps. Fine. Uh, bigger news, not bigger
1: news, but what I think is
0: kind of
1: interesting. Okay. I put it out on Twitter, and uh, we do have another player review today. So lock in, folks. We got Kevin Kiermeyer that we have Woo-hoo. to discuss. But before we get
0: to that... Um, did you hear the news about Dietrich ends? I did. I okay. did hear about that. Good for him. Getting that moolah. Yes. Yeah. He will
1: be going overseas. We don't know which Asian country, whether it's going to be Taiwan, Korea, or Japan, but he will no longer be with the Rays. And when I read the article and report from Mark Topkin, I thought that, this is a
0: genius, genius move by the race. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I, you did tweet it out, yes. and after a couple hours, I was like, "Oh, that's what he was referring to." New marketing inefficiency. Yes. You need clear. You need to clear a spot. Sure, you want to earn more money, Dietrich Entz. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go into uh, buses throughout AAA and, yes. a, and become uncomfortable. Yeah, how about that? It's a, I think, a win, win,
1: win, win. First off, it's not like. Oh, the Rays are just sending him to another country. He and his agent have to accept correct that role and that job if they choose to do that. But again, if he's going to make significantly more money, even for just a year or two, make that bread. You were pitching an independent ball not too long ago. So I think he wherever the opportunity presents itself, Tim Buck two, <laughs> he will go there to throw <laughs> baseballs for a living. But of course, it opens up the 40-man spot yes. that they want to in advance of the rule five draft. The Rays will also get compensated for this yep. from one of the Asian clubs that reached out to them originally. And the way I also look at this, uh Dietrich ends because he was out of options, the Rays could have either kept him in the majors or exposed him to waivers. Uh who knows what could have happened with that, but Dietrich ends can't come back and bite the Rays in the butt at least for this year. He can't be on the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Blue Jays or a National League team or any other American League team, he can't beat them. He can't beat the Rays playing in Japan or Taiwan or Korea or wherever it may be.
0: So what you're saying is he can't be the Joey Ricard yes. of the Orioles. He can't be the the Tim Beckham of the, the Cole Orioles. Solcer, yeah, you know. the, yeah the, the Elliot Johnson of the Royals, for God's sakes. Uh, yeah, no, look, I think it's a win-win. I mm-hmm. mean, the Rays' clear spot, like you said, they're going to get – uh, something from it, probably money. Yes, uh, most likely money, uh, a, a handful of money that probably is going to uh, be helpful for mm. arbitration purposes. And, and and better than that, I think it's it's great for Dietrich ends to not have yeah. to deal with that shuffle up and down. Or even if it's not the shuffle, uh, just the uncertainty limbo. of exactly of being in limbo, man. Like these yes. guys. Uh, Look, I like Dietrich Enns. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of Mm -hmm. him in a Rays uniform, but overall, fantastic. Win-win.
1: Look, I think uh, in his role with the Rays, he did his job. He exceeded expectations with that fastball that he rides to the top of the zone and used the cutter off of that. And quite frankly, I thought that they might have gone to somebody else if they had to clear a 40-man spot before they got to Dietrich Enns, but – when i look at the 40-man roster as of today they do have quite a few other lefties that uh they have at their disposal fleming McClanahan, mckay poche springs yarbro beaks i mean that's a lot of question a lot of guys
0: that they have uh that they could utilize i talk being dfa being the mm-hmm. hunter and fro and and cory asked um could they do the same like could Korea come calling home and again. This is this is the market inefficiency. If there's a guy
1: that the Rays do not or that the the Rays want to get off their hands, call another country. Call one of the Asian clubs and see if you can clear that spot, get some money in return, and G Man Choi can't hurt you playing in another country. And you know what? It might be we scratch your back, you scratch ours. If there's a player that wants to Uh the mlb maybe you get the inside scoop of what's this guy all about yep you know maybe the the next yoshi satsugo or a better version of yoshi satsugo comes come uh comes along
0: and you're talking coming home to korea where he already trains in the off season i've seen his videos on instagram he's training mm-hmm. uh there uh, look this is a guy who had an 842 ops against right He he can do some damage and yeah in a level of playing that's just below mlb I, I mean, he could really become something, yeah. and I don't think he's actually ever played in the KBO. Mm. I don't actually—I I, I mean, somebody can check me on that, but I believe he hasn't played in the KBO. So it, it would be like, hey, you want to come home for a yeah. couple of years and, and, and do some damage? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that he would rather stay in, the M, in MLB, but if the threat yeah. of DFAing is there, uh, this could be th- this could be the new market. Again, it's efficiency. not a huge this thing, is- but
1: it's a little. A little thing that they can tap
0: into hey why not man it, you 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 have to find the little loopholes that these laws give you right mm-hmm. I mean if you if if you're important you're gonna be like well I, if I do that I can get away with it right. hey it's in the it's in the law I mean it sucks yeah but change the law mm-hmm. You know, if they if they shouldn't be getting away with this, then change it. Yeah. And I don't think MLB is the type of institution slash every other big institution that goes, oh, let, let's change laws every day. No. right? No, they're going to be there for a while.
1: And the Rays will take advantage, as we saw with Lewis Head. If we
0: can send you down to Durham 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> we will do that. Yeah. Why not? We, we will utilize our depth to our strength because nobody else has the depth that the Rays mm. had. They've shown that. In 2020, they showed that in 2021. Hopefully, they show it in 2022. Uh, but no, this is, I, I again, a uh, win win situation for Dietrich and his family. And I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I, I believe he is married, I don't know if he has I think kids. So. But if if he did have kids, what a troll situation to be a part of and have your kids being raised in another completely different part of the world that they can take that experience with them for the yeah. rest of their lives
1: although if i had to guess a majority of the american-born players that go overseas they probably just go there and they leave the family back home
0: I, not saying they won't visit on occasion sure
1: but, I, I don't know i guess man. summer break you could go over there but yeah
0: yeah i don't know i, I think I, I think that would be just such a, a cool thing but i think you you're right maybe the, the majority of them just just go by themselves which i don't know i, I, I think it's a shame yeah,
1: uh, one more point. Uh, so the Rays 40 man is down to what is it, 37, 38? 37, sir. 37. So they got rid of Brasso, Head, and who is the other guy? Or is that all of them? That's it. Okay, man. Yeah, uh, I'm not a uh, 40 well, minus I'm,
0: three, 37.
1: Wow, there's that USF <laughs> economics degree coming in handy. Uh, I need to turn that thing back in. Oh my goodness. Holy cow.
0: Hey, it's okay. It, it's it's 5 p.m., man. We're we're uh, we're fresh off work. We gotta yeah, clear that off. Um
1: question off of that. Uh, do the rays go lower? Do they drop another guy to get to 36, two guys to get to 35, or this is set and we're gonna see three players added to uh the 40 man in protection of the rule five.
0: Boy, that 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 is that is a Good question, bud. Because you know, I had it the other day that I wanted to protect four guys: mm-hmm. Tobias Myers, Blake Hunt, Ford Proctor, and Tommy Romero. So we're almost yeah. there. We're, we're almost there to what I would be yeah. happy with protecting those four guys. It could be that gmon is the DFA candidate, mm-hmm. and then you have your four spots. I do think that they're sco- they're going to go lower. I do think so. Yes. Okay. No, they're running out of time. <laughs> what? Hey, 24 hours to go, people. 24 hours to go. Maybe yes. even less once you hear this episode. Very good point. Okay, we
1: will get to our Kevin Kiermeyer player review. But first, we've got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever before, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Be sure to head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use their promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Again, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, it is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on every one of your favorite sports. It is where the game starts. All right, Ulysses, getting into the player review of Kevin Kiermeyer. We discuss what went right, what went wrong, the player's future with the team, and a grade for that player. So, Kevin Kiermeyer, what went right with him?
0: Well, let's start with the big picture like we always mm-hmm. do. That slash line of 259, 328 on base, 388 slugging. For a 7.16 OPS, he had four home runs. He stayed relatively healthy this year. Uh, 37 RBIs, nine stolen bases. Uh, where do we go from here? The first thing I want to say mm-hmm. about Kevin Kiermaier in 2021, the defense still plays. Oh, yeah. It is still impressive. Again, he was a nominee for the Gold Glove. I think Michael A. Taylor got got him the edge on, on that one, but he still had an argument to be made. He was he's in the 97th percentile in outs above average, 98th percentile in outfielder jump, and 95th percentile in sprint speed. Mm. Uh that is impressive. That still plays, and that still plays very well. As you can see, that his F4 was actually a 2.5. Mm. So um, that is a starter in any team, Kevin.
1: Yeah. And his B war was actually 3.4. So they gave him a bump up, but I thought his, while he didn't win a gold glove, I thought his defense was as good as we've ever seen it. Yeah. Particularly. And maybe this is some recency bias, but in the playoffs, like how many great highlight worthy plays did he make? Uh, the, the one that consistently stands out to me is is nabbing Alex Verdugo at third after making a catch away from the bag in right center and still, you know, throwing a 90 mile per hour rocket one hopper that is in perfect placement for Yanni Diaz to make the tag.
0: It was impressive. And at the time of the game, the high leverage situation after a Wander Franco error, mm-hmm. uh, and that gets a man in second with no outs. And that's the way that yeah. you ended the inning the with that double play. Fantastic. Look, that's a guy Kevin Kiermaier has shown that he does not shy away from the big lights. No. And, and that doesn't mean that he's going to go, you know, three for three every night with the bat, but what yeah. he does best is two things. Number one, the glove and, and, and defensive work, it shines in the postseason. Right. He doesn't make fluffs out there. And number two, he's clutch. We've yeah. talked about Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah, the numbers usually are not there, but he has that clutch gene. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Look, put the analytics away <laughs> with that. The clutch thing doesn't exist. I like analytics. Yeah. I, I think they, they help – the baseball world understand this game that we love. Analytics help. But don't come around here telling me that there, it, it, that Clutch doesn't exist. Because if yeah. you tell me Clutch doesn't exist, I'll show you Brendan Lau. Ooh, Whoops. Boy. Yeah.
1: And honestly, Kevin Kiermaier probably and should have and could have won one of those playoff games for the Rays. You had that silly ground rule double Yeah, that situation. was Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah. Look, I, he had it, multiple doubles in the playoffs.
0: Yes, he did. And and I know that the overall numbers in the playoffs might not shine through. Yeah. I think he was maybe even 220 a batting average. But again, that clutching, when did those yeah. hits come? Uh, his year with the bat, though, overall in 2020 – wasn't bad at all, uh, Kevin. That platoon numbers against the righties in 236 at bats. Look at this slash line: two fifty four, three twenty eight, a four oh seven slugging, seven thirty five OPS. Yeah, uh, that seven thirty five OPS. Those splits are better than Wander Franco's mm. against righties, and they're only point fifteen points OPS wise less than Randy Arosarena's. Yeah, you know, he played. Just like you would want him to play
1: against righties. He had probably a better, much better offensive season than many of us probably expected coming in. We know that the power numbers weren't necessarily there only for homers. I think one of those was an inside the park. Yes. No
0: actually, <laughs> yeah.
1: Believe it or not. But uh, what KK really did well was he finished the year strong. The last couple months of the season, he hit 305 in August and 316 in september post all-star break combined it all 286 with an 825 ops i think some of that may have been he was finally starting to feel healthy and feel himself after dealing with that quad strain yeah. at the start of the season and i think he just got off to a slow start coming back from that and just wasn't really himself in fact, I wasn't all that confident that KK was going to play as many games as I he remember. did or be available. I was like, "This guy's already getting hurt in spring training. He's already 30 years old. Yeah. This is this is we're, we're looking at another KK season where he plays 95 games, right. essentially." Yeah. But no, he did. And if you look at his approach, uh, he changed things a little bit compared to previous years. I looked at some of the video, and he closed his stance a little bit more, and he brought his hands in and closer to his body. And I think, I'm not sure how much that changed him mechanically, but what you noticed is there was more of an effort or a focus to hit the ball the other way and to get some flare shots and some chip shots. And, you know, a lefty throws a pitch down and away, he can maybe take it the other way at times. So there was a little bit more of that, which was nice to see from him. And we know he's never going to be... Uh, I mean, I, I don't think he – he he's better off doing that than trying to pull off and pull everything and try to be a power guy. Trying to be Brandon Lau is not what you are.
0: Well, I think, number one, I, I do agree with you that the slow start probably had a, something to do with the injury. But I'll also say the adjustment towards becoming a guy that's not pulling everything mm-hmm. also has to do with who's around him. Right. This was the best lineup Ever for this franchise, yeah. this was the best lineup KK has ever played yeah. in ever, right. ever. So I think that that kind of lowered the, the the pressure that maybe he has felt to be you know the face of the franchise. I have to be yeah. the guy with the big bob, even though I don't. I, I, I'm not that guy trying to do too much. He didn't do too much. And you talk about you know you know the pulling effect when you, when you go Oppo center and pulling. This was his best year going up the middle. Forty 44- yeah. four point three percent of the time he went up the middle that that's the changing of the approach that's not doing t- look I'm this kind of hitter yeah I don't have to be Brendan Lau he yeah. can have the home runs Nelson Cruz can have the home runs Randy Rosarena Austin Meadows they can do that I'm here for something else I'm here to get on base mm-hmm. for them I'm here to make some some damage around the bases and and and, and make defenders kind of shaky no this was yeah kk's best offensive year since 2017 pretty crazy
1: pretty crazy and i think you can look at it just generally more of a gap-to-gap focus from him which was huge can i touch on before we move on to some of the negatives with kevin kiermeyer just a couple things defensively um i we mentioned the the play in the playoffs the verdugo play but i think one (laughs) One of the best plays that he made this season was the robbery of Lourdes Gurriel when Nick Anderson was pitching at Rogers Center. <laughs> A 408-foot shot where... How, how high is that wall at Rogers Center? 10 feet? 10-plus 10 feet? It Some, is...
0: Yeah, something nuts. It is
1: massive. Yeah. And for him to have the... Not only... He was already playing somewhat shallow. So mm-hmm. for him to have to back up all the way to the wall off a shot like that. And to have the perfect jump in the perfect angle to make that catch. It was basically like he, he can definitely dunk after seeing his leaps and his instincts on that play. That was amazing. And uh, Nick Anderson, and that's not the first home run robbery we saw this season. You know, Shane McClanahan is probably saying some thank yous to KK after the season as well but it's plays like that that really stand out to you but even the little things like you know the he can make a shoestring catch look routine that really isn't routine And you mentioned his sprint speed and his athleticism but you know when there is a base hit in the gap being able to close that gap and
0: prevent a uh you know a single to become a double. Yes, exactly. Keep, Keep a something. fast runner yes. at first. Yes, 100%. Keeping
1: T.K. Hernandez at first instead of him getting to second or third because you did track that ball and you stopped it and you threw it in quickly.
0: Excellent point, Kevin. It's not just the highway robbery uh, 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 and saving Nick Anderson so that race Nation is like, no, no, he had a yeah. clean inning. And yeah. we fooled ourselves into, into <laughs> thinking that maybe Nick uh, Anderson was back when he really wasn't. No, um, no the, the, it's, it's everything – You know, that keeping guys on first base, maybe having fast guys not trust themselves and say, no, no, that's KK. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go for it. Or, you know, still getting people like J.D. Martinez thinking that they can just go second to home on KK and then him nabbing them at home. That can also still happen. So, no, overall, I think it was a really good year for KK. There are, of course, negatives. Yeah that maybe we should point out as well as his future with the team. Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: we'll go ahead and go with uh, what went wrong with KK. And then we'll get to his future with the team after the break. Uh, can I just say this? And I'm going to put my cards on the table again. I've not been the, I've made fun of KK in the past, but here's my big highlight on uh, what goes wrong. And what is the problem with KK? It's he's got a little bit too much flair going on. If you will, he, he, He's a little bit too cool for school. We, we don't need I the multiple it. pairs of sunglasses. We don't need you spinning your glove on your finger like it. it's a basketball. We don't need you doing the weird I thing do. when there's two outs.
0: I love it. I, I okay. love the pointing and the one and the two. He goes a little overboard with it. I know, but I love it. And, and I love the, the, the flipping, uh, like if it was a basketball, the glove. I think it's cool. And you know All what? Right. He is a total ham. But he enjoys being the ham of the team. And you know what? If you're making $12 million on a team that doesn't pay anybody $12 million, you probably deserve to be the ham. Yeah, go for it.
1: Uh, But no, seriously, I think one of the problems with KK, and this has been something for a while or really his entire career uh, in the majors, is he's very swing happy. He swings at pretty much everything. Uh, I looked up the numbers and confirmed them uh, among all outfielders with at least 350 plate appearances. He is 19th in swing percentage, 51.2%. That is not a c- good combination when you're not making a lot of great contact much of the time. His whip percentage is 13th percentile. His barrel percentage is 13th percentile. His hard hit percentage is, is 27th percentile his strikeout percentage is 23rd uh 23rd percentile his chase rate is 30th percentile. a lot of blue on that baseball savant page which is not a good thing folks but so he he swings at a lot and he misses or doesn't make a lot of hard contact a lot and let me say this uh by the way that that reference i made about the outfielders yeah do you know who's number one on that list of biggest free swingers guys who swing the most uh, no. We we talked about him uh earlier this week or last week, former Ray now with the Brewers. Well, no longer with the Brewers. He opted out of his contract. Avi Garcia. Oh, look at that. Yeah,
0: I But think different he, results though. Yeah, different
1: he, results this year for sure. But here's here's where KK really gets burned. Uh-huh. Um two strikes in the opposing pitcher doesn't really matter if it's a righty or a lefty. Uh, gives him off-speed or breaking balls below the zone. Slider, change-up, curveball. Most of the time, KK will swing over top of that thing. You give him a fastball a little bit more elevated, he'll, he'll lay off of it if it's a ball, but... You, you throw him a breaker or an off speed down in the zone. He's, he's swinging at that thing with two strikes.
0: Yeah, he is. And, and we talk, I like that you, you talk about the, the lack of contact. We we talked with Wonder Franco the O contact percentage, yes. the percentage of times a batter makes contact swinging on the pitches outside the strike zone. That MLB average is at 62.4%. KK's is at 53.6%. That's mm. about, almost 10 points below the average. So th- there are problems, of course. You talk about the strikeouts at 25%, the, the strikeouts this year. I want to talk about a second interesting uh, problem with KK this year, though the caught stealing. Mm. Five times he got caught stealing. He only had nine stolen bases. Yeah. So that's not a good ratio to have. You're going to have been successful nine times. You're going to get caught five times. I yeah. I don't want that, which is weird because his sprint speed is in the 95th percentile. And, of course, just being fast does not mean that you're just going to be a good base runner. Right. That those two things um, don't have to be uh, related. But it should help. And we've seen KKB, a guy that can almost steal 20 bags. So – it's it's always surprising to me to see a guy like KK get caught five times. I don't know if that's maybe trying to do too much, if that's uh maybe yeah. not picking his spots the right way or just unfortunately getting, you know, there are good catchers out there. Right. There are good pitchers out there that can hold the ball, that can that can good good do good pickoffs. So, I don't know what it is, but yeah, it, it, the the ratio was not good for KK this year.
1: Yeah, I'd have to look at all those plays and to look at the context of them, of when he ran and what was the circumstances of the game. But if we're just looking at those numbers, yeah, that's at all. No. And you would think that for a guy that is still maintains his athleticism, who knows, maybe he's getting some bad jumps. I don't know. But uh, you would think that a guy who's been in the bigs this long, that, that number wouldn't be as high as it is. You get it if you're a rookie or a second year player and uh, you got all this speed and you just want to, you want to challenge the opposing catcher and the opposing pitcher. But if you're not, picking your spots at a, at a great time at your age with your experience, and you've seen how much and played how much baseball, that's kind of a bad sign because a couple, I mean, he did have a 20 plus steal season yeah uh, several years ago and he was only caught three times. So that's, that's not a good percentage whatsoever. Sure.
0: Which doesn't make sense because now they have so much more data. They have a, a departments just studying yeah. this stuff. So where's the disconnect? Cause the disconnect is not coming from the department. The department has the mm-hmm. right, information yeah so is he just not paying attention to that data did he just get caught because you know these they are not computers that the bad jumps I don't know something happened there uh but overall I think if we take the whole big picture of 2020 of Kevin Kiermaier it was a positive Kevin Uh, I think you should be happy for your Indiana boy uh okay so his
1: future with the team this is an interesting one now we should acknowledge that Kiermaier did undergo knee surgery in November to address a small meniscus tear, uh, although he should be ready for spring training. I think it's a relatively minor procedure, but bigger than that is the fact that KK is set to make $12 million this year, and we know how the Rays operate, and we also know that there is and continues to be a glut of outfielders. We have Randy. We have Brett Phillips. We have Manny Margot. At some point you gotta give Josh Lowe some opportunities. At some point you got to give Vidal Brujan some opportunities. Austin Meadows is still out there, although he's probably on his way to some point, which is funny because I'm like there there are a lot of great KK plays, but there were some near collisions where the KK was like, get out of my way, Meadows. I I don't want you anywhere near trying to miss or whiff on this ball. I will make this play, even though it's near impossible. There's like a a 10%. There's like a 10% chance I can make this play. while Meadows
0: is like a 60% chance of making the play, but no, KK is going to make that play. That's funny. You say that, that, that throw uh, in the playoffs to get Verdugo. He did the same thing to Randy. He's like, no, 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 no. I got this. We've seen that. Yeah, Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, So, no, the the glut is a, a true thing. We we've talked about it last week, the outfield being too crowded, H- having said that studying kk's 2021 in depth though. Uh dude, is he on the team?
1: Is he going to be on the team in 2022?
0: I think so. Race. Okay. I think so. I I I don't I don't think that first of all, just think about how the race operate. Like, yes, they don't want. They don't want big salaries on their budget. We know that, yeah. but they also don't want to trade people that are not going to give them anything back. And I think when you look at the Longoria trade, which honestly uh, it had to happen, and it allowed for you know cool signings to happen, right. like Charlie Morton to happen a year later. Um, I just I don't see what you can get for KK unless you just tag on just people on people like what what do you have to put on next yeah. to KK for somebody to give you something of value a lot and the second thing is like well you just you can trade KK for cash considerations or something like that i just don't think the optics would look very good for race fan for race fandom to to just give the face of the franchise of the last 7 years yeah. for a bag of potatoes like i don't think so and again who is going to value what KK does better, or, or, or than than the Rays? The Rays are the only one that are going to see KK and see a net positive. I don't think a lot of clubs can see defense the way that the Rays do. I don't think a lot of teams will platoon as much as the Rays do. I I I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded, but I'm leaning towards him staying. I think he's I think he's going to stay. You know where I could see him going actually. Don't say the Mets. Uh, the
1: Red Sox. Don't the Red Sox need a center fielder? Well, don't they have Hein Bloom in that front office?
0: He knows a little something about KK. He does. He does. He made a lot of great plays in Fenway Park. I'll. You know what? I'll. I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't think that KK would go. I don't know if he has a no trade clause. No, but remember, even Longo didn't have a, a no trade clause. But they called them up when they were, you know getting ready to do talks, and they said to him, hey, your name is out there. Hey, is that Stu? Uh, Stu, quit calling me. We're doing the show here. He's trying to hijack the pod. Yeah, that is Stu, actually. Uh, Look, you know, they told him, look, we're we're shopping you, but we want to give you into a winning team. Obviously, the Giants weren't a winning team back then, but now they are. Uh, I think that's the same conversation that would happen with KK. Like, hey, look, we're shopping you. These are some options yeah if you say no to this uh here's a team in korea that could use your services
1: i'm honestly sure. i i don't know i think he's going because and this is something we're going to talk about tomorrow but yeah. uh there's some contract extension scuttlebutt with wander franco you're trying to oh I collect think as many sense. shekels as you can you've sure. got glass now yeah that you got to work out and situa- yeah i've made this point i've i've reiterated it it's going to be one or the other Glass now is gonna be on the roster and KK won't be, or KK will be, and Glass now won't be for 2022 or within the organization because Glass now won't be healthy in 2022. But you get my point. Right. I think well, so some other outfielder or outfielders have to go, correct? Correct.
0: If, no, no, no. A hundred percent. So so what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised to see him get traded, but I think the team's going to keep him. Now I want to ask you the same thing. Okay. Would you be surprised if he stays? I would be, yeah, because okay. I think they're going to keep Glass now. Okay, I think they're
1: going to keep Glass now and then clear off, clear off KK's salary and then open up a spot for Josh Lowe
0: or somebody like that and move
1: Brett Phillips and or Manny Margot into a timeshare in center field.
0: <laughs> I think KK could be a a trade a valuable trade piece in the trade deadline of next year, July. I see that happening to give Josh Lowe. It's the same. Idania Chavaria, a thing. It's yeah. the same. Willie Adamas, like give him half the season with the team and then shop him out in the yeah. middle of the season. And boom, Josh Lowe. I mean, a the, the
1: Rays got a pretty decent prospect for Mike Brasso. So yes, they did, you know, they, they might be able to get
0: a little bit more than we expect. When do you think he's, he's going to be more valuable right now or after showing up after a couple of months? I, I, I still think that even if his bat is below average and he's still showing up defensively, I think he somebody gets hurt with, yeah. the, with the Boston Red Sox or with another team or whatever. Right. He might have a little bit more trade value then well, That's
1: assuming KK is able to stay healthy
0: midway through the so. season. I would think that there
1: would be desperation mode. I, I don't think you'd get as much because other teams would see that the Rays are not going to pick up his option for 2023. They're just trying to ship him off
0: whatsoever. So but there's can... a buyout. There's the buyouts only like less than three mil. So, I mean, yeah, any other that's... team can just sneeze at that. Yeah. Sure, we'll take three mil. That's nothing for us. Uh, I like this. Okay. I like when we're not at this on the same page. We might have to put an early prop bet on it. Oh, my goodness. We haven't even had our prop bet 2021 episode i mean
1: which that should be
0: coming yeah that soon. should be
1: coming within the next week or two. yeah uh okay so let's move along here with uh kk uh his grade for 2021 you want me to start yeah do it okay i'm gonna give him a solid b i'm gonna give him an, an 85 he played more games than i expected he had a higher batting average than i expected you look at the war you look at the metrics uh and and i just look at what my expectations were hit for him coming into the year, and he exceeded expectations. He wasn't an all-star uh, or anything like that. It wasn't a career year by any means, but it was pretty darn high up on the list of KK. We've seen a lot worse KK season. So I, I was – and it started slow, but he came on the last couple months of the season, so I'm, I'm giving him a B. I'm giving him a deserved B, in my opinion.
0: Hasn't had this high of an OPS and, and a good offensive year since 2017. He was actually above average when you take WRC Plus into yeah. account 101. He was above average, though by a hair.
1: No, that's the thing, because center fielders, there's not a lot of great offensive center fielders. In fact, I think his numbers overall are above average. I mean, like you said, yeah. but the average center fielder, it's they're not putting together, you know, 25 30 homer seasons
0: to bet in 270. They're I'm, just not. I'm, I'm telling you, so I, I again I I this we are on the same page. Okay. I actually have him in 85 an 85, so good for KK. Uh wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded. Yeah. I think they're gonna keep him.
1: Quick over under here. Uh steamer projections, 120 games for KK in 2022. Less. Home runs, 10. Over under. <laughs> batting average, 232. Over okay uh war 1.7 over okay fair enough all right that's our kk player review he can take that grade and put it on his refrigerator (laughs) (laughs) he'll probably Uh, throw it away he's like these guys suck I think KK likes us. He listens okay. every day. Oh, KK, okay. thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, thank you for making the Locked On Race podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On Bets podcast. That is free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will uh, we will talk to you tomorrow about Wonder Franco. Maybe extended with the race. What is this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And maybe some Roll 5 stuff, some baseball trivia. We should have a fun, to put it mildly, we should have another fun Friday show. Yes. So be sure you stay tuned for that. All right. Talk to you later.